This is Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. Stanford. 90.1 FM. Ryan. Atenea Americana. This is Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture. On the air and online. Ryan. Atenea Americana. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Juves. Isabel Juves. Bienvenidos. Atenea Americana. Welcome. Bienvenidos. From Stanford to the world. Talking with Maria Salier, executive director and founder of a non-profit effort in the Bay Area called Kids Vision. Kids Vision is an organization that aims to inspire girls not to be discouraged by math complexities and to work towards STEAM careers. They take groups of girls to a school selected by local districts that may be struggling with math and with the help of leading local companies, they help workshop with mentors inside their company campus. They learn there how to do math and science and how they are applied to their real-life problem. Then they learn how their STEAM careers help them find solutions that help people, that innovate, and that actually give them great satisfaction. Stay with us to learn more about Maria Celier and her programs, and remember that this and all our shows are at stanfordhispanicbroadcasting.org, and that there you can find a little bit more information, links, photos, and a little bit more about our show and our guests. Remember to leave us your comments. University and our guest today is Kids Vision and uh, we are having a conversation with their executive director Maria Celerier. Good morning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much Lisa for having me in the program. You are originally from Mexico, have traveled a little bit around the world and now you are here in Silicon Valley. So first tell us a little bit about your path and about that journey that brought you here to Silicon Valley and to this project. Well, uh, I am. Uh, I was born in Mexico, and I have I have lived in France because I did my MBA over there um, in HEC Paris, and um, then I married one of my uh, classmates, and um, and then we came here to California, and we have a beautiful girl mm -hmm. that uh, actually is the reason why I started this program because one day she came to uh, the living room and she said. Um, I'm, I just want you to know that I am not a math person and that I hate math homework. <laughs> and um, just so you know uh, that that this is what's going on. And she was in third oh grade. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought um, that I should probably do something about it because I thought it was such a shame that at uh, such a young age she would already made up their, her mind about um, if math was for her or, or not. And, oh, and so I work uh, with the, her professors and then I also started to look um, 
outside the school to see if there was an organization that could um, work with uh, with girls and um, and kind of help them to to see the the interesting part of math or to help them um, develop grow mindsets. Um, by then, I had read a, a lot of information uh, about um, math education, um, mostly research done by Joe Bollard, a Stanford professor uh, on math education. And I thought it was so interesting that she had... Uh, particularly done research on girls and how they learn math and how girls use another part of their brain than boys do to to do math Mm -hmm. and how they don't need it to be easier, but they do need um, to understand a lot the process so they don't lose interest um, on the math because they need to know how things connect and why the things that I learned last week in math have anything to do with the things that I'm learning this week in math. That is very important for girls. And I didn't know all of this because uh, I didn't study the subject particularly before. And um, she also, uh, we we also learn a lot from um, the ways that is best to help girls in homework. And, and, um, and so all of this knowledge, um, we used to apply uh, and make this program, develop this program, STEM program for girls. Um, and we launched it on 2014. Mm-hmm. So um, since then, uh, you started this organization and uh, you have been doing uh, some programs together with other girls. So can you tell me a little bit how big are these programs? Yes. Yeah, so make them? we normally work with uh, each program has uh, around 35 girls participants and um, the girls uh, are uh, from third grade to sixth grade and the younger girls um, do the activities but the older ones um, function as mentors uh, like young mentors and and they are obviously um, go through the process they to learn you know about the activity and to um, to prepare uh, to help the younger ones so uh, they they have um, a different responsibility but the process of um, interacting with mentors mm-hmm. uh, from the high tech companies where we host the programs is is very beneficial as uh, for them as well so and, and it's challenging and, and and it gives them this sense of i'm i'm uh, i'm old enough and wise enough to 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 mentor somebody yeah so uh, you you made these programs you build a curriculum and uh, you collect the uh, information from schools they send you a little group of kids of girls uh, and then you take them where what kind of companies are there and who are the mentors and how do you choose the mentors right so um we do work with the school this uh school district several ones uh we have worked with um Redwood City School District, Palo Alto, and Santa Clara, and San Mateo, and Foster City, several ones. And we're planning to go to San Jose next year. Um, and, and, and teachers do help us to choose the girls. And, and then when the, the, the work is done at the school is, and the girls are selected, we also um, see the other side of the, of the work, that is... Um, working to develop the activity that will show uh, how that company, high tech company, uh, applies STEM, the STEM that the girls are learning at school, mm-hmm. um, and, and how that product that they're doing or service is helping the community. And so we work with um, employees from the, from the high tech company, and also sometimes the same ones that we work with to develop the activities are the ones that um, 
that do implement the activity and, and function as role models and, and mentors to the girls. Mostly we try to uh, have some women or um, majority of women in high tech um, working with the girls, but sometimes we also accept some men. And, and as you know, as it is particularly challenging <laughs> to, to find a woman in, in the high tech industry. Which is even more reason why to do this program. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what kind of companies you had already and how, what, is, um, what is the difference between the, like in the programs you already told me before that we started the show, a few of them and some of them are are, uh, well, in, in different fields of high tech, uh, although all of them may have e-commerce and uh, coding behind them, but uh, can you explain a little bit? Yes, well, the co we've been very fortunate uh, to have great partners, um, and we have partners such as Tesla Motors, where we did a program last year, and um, Mozilla, Marble, um, which is a semiconductor company um, in Silicon Valley, and Visa this year. We also work with Rocket Fuel at the beginning of uh, our um, activities. And so all of those companies have different products and different services. And um, what we do is do a, an activity, design an activity that really explains to the girls um, by doing the activity how to use STEM, the STEM that they're learning at school, um, to uh, in that to do the product or or the service that the company is doing and and the most important part I think is also how the STEM helps uh, the community how that product that service really makes a difference in the life of people because for girls um, when we ask them what is your number one motivator to choose a career or, or which career have you chosen and what is your number one motivator to to choose the career that you that you want to do when you grow up they will. All, all, like a great majority, will say uh, either because I want to help people or because I want to make a difference in the world. So if, if we're able with this activity to show them how they can use STEM or how can they use uh, or choose a career that is in STEM and still do that, still help people, <laughs> then we will be making some progress towards the way that they visualize um, STEM careers. Remember that today we are talking with Maria Salier from Kids Vision and that this and all our shows are at stanfordhispanicbroadcasting.org. Thank you for listening to Atenea Americana and stay with us. Ahora salgo y me emborracho, veo la noche hacerse el día, desayuno con un cacho y con una fría. What is the ratio between mentors and girls and what is the ratio within parents and mentors? How many people are there compared to how many kids at the same time? So we uh, try to have a very good um, relation between uh, and, and a lot of opportunities of interaction between the mentors and the girls. And for that reason, we keep it low. We have five girls per mentor. Mm -hmm. And we have normally a group, a small group of 35 girls per session because um, we believe and feel that that is um, small enough that we can really give them a lot of attention. Um, and they can benefit the most. And uh, meanwhile, the parents are working with the mentors um, 
the parents are working um, in, in in this in this year we we have a professor uh, Kathy um, store work with the parents she's a math education professor at Santa Clara University and she would make them do exercises in teams uh, and parents will learn through those exercises how to help their girls to do homework in a way that develops grow mindsets in a way that you know help them um, be uh, um, persistent and and not be scared of challenges and and um, understand that mistakes are part of uh, learning mm-hmm. yeah Perfect. And uh, how normally both parents go to these classes? We encourage that. And one of the reasons why we choose a Saturday um, to do, like the second day normally is a Saturday, is because we really want the parents to be able to go. And we encourage both of the parents to be there. We explain the reasons why. Uh, And they try their very best. Sometimes they cannot make it both, and so we'll just have one. But, yes, we definitely encourage both parents. And and there are two days (laughs) of of these classes. How long are they? So the workshop um, for the girls is longer than the workshop for the parents. The workshop for the girls is is two hours per day, and that will be two days. And the work for parents is just one day, and it's two hours. And mm-hmm. so during that time, they um, the parents work with uh, um, the professor um, from Santa Clara, and they learn about how to develop grow mindsets at home. And the reason why grow mindsets have to do so much or that we made a lot of emphasis on this is because um, – Carol Dweck, a Stanford professor, um, uh, she has uh, shown in her research that kids who do best at school, who perform highest at school, are the ones who have grow mindsets, are the ones who are not, uh, don't feel guilty about making mistakes, are, you know, per- they persevere, they embrace challenge, um, they are okay with not having um something come right the first time um, and they understand that there's not such a thing as a, a gift you know or math gift mm-hmm. you know it's all about work and it's all about dedication um, time invested and mm-hmm. and work that's all have you ever thought or given any kind of extra help to teachers about how to approach education or how to uh, absorb the grown mindset into their their way to teach so what we um well th- this uh, we at visa this year we launched uh, um, an experiment, and we invited, um, besides the parents and the children, we invited um, teachers uh, for for the, um, for the program, and we asked them to, you know, just kind of be um, uh, and obs- uh, observe the activities, be there just to observe. And the idea uh, for doing that is because we really would uh, want to do for next year, we want to involve more teachers in, in our activities in a way that they can take back um, what they learn with us and the way we did things and that they could implement part of what we did. Um, and that's why we asked the, the teachers who participated. We said, can, can you please... Um, Tell us how, when you go back to your to the school, how would you apply some of the things that you learned here? Mm-hmm. Can you share with us that feedback? And and they did. And so um, we're very um, 
excited about uh, involving parents. But 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 we started, you know, like step by step. First, we started with the girls. Now, now that we felt comfortable, you know, uh, with the service we were giving to girls, then we added the parents, and 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 it was a tremendous uh, a positive uh, feedback from the parents the way that we uh, organize the program and then now we we did a pilot with the teachers and now we want to you know um really involve them in, in a way that they can take back to their schools do do you think you will be doing any co-ed uh, classes in the future or you think it's more important just to focus on girls i think that um because of the situation that we have um well, definitely in the Silicon Valley, but uh, worldwide or nationwide as well, where girls or women are not um, very, um, well, the, the majority of the workforce, the STEM workforce is men. And because of that, we really would like to, to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And um, and and also because uh, the program that we have done, we have designed it with the needs of the girls in mind. Mm -hmm. um, that's why we will not uh, change it um, for to include boys. We'll continue to work with girls mm -hmm. um, because the need is there, and um, uh, the need is there to have more women come into the workforce, uh, mm -hmm. the, uh, choosing STEM careers. But also because um, we we have learned. Um, how to serve the girls in a way that it really um, suits their needs and, and so that's that's the, those are two are the reasons have you been able to collect any kind of metric about the influence these classes had on the girls or have you had any answer what happened afterwards yes we we have work um we have worked with professors to put in place um um the metrics um with um, joe bollard we worked to she help us with our metrics and um and we have tried to um to follow the girls uh after our program. So uh, both the uh, results um, right after, well, before the program, right after the program, and a few um, months after um, the work we did, um, it showed that we are making uh, a difference in the minds of the girls. Some of them are surprised to experience activities that they consider fun and learn that that is actually math. <laughs> Mm -hmm. or that that is science. Uh, some of them are very um, motivated by the fact that we are actually solving uh, a community problem using STEM, and they feel very excited about it. Mm -hmm. And so they they seem to go back to their classrooms, the, uh, teach, their teachers report to us, with this renewed energy and renewed interest um, and, and more confidence. Thank you for listening to Atenea Americana, your house of culture in the radio and online. In this bilingual show, I bring you every week one hour in English and one hour in Spanish, opening a window to the cultural Hispanic world. You can hear in the intro and at the final of the show, as well as right now, music from the legend of Latin jazz, Oscar Hernandez. This and all my shows are in stanfordhispanicbroadcasting.org, where I wait for your comments. I invite you to be part of this. And today we're talking with Maria Celier from Kids Vision.
how many school districts have you worked in the last two and a half or three years that you've been doing this? So we would have worked with East Palo Alto. Uh, we have worked with Redwood City, um, also with Palo Alto. And um, this year we work with um, San Mateo um, Foster City. Um District, school district. Um, we worked last year with Santa Clara uh, School District, and it seems, although I cannot, uh, you know, assure right now because we're still in conversations, that next year we will be working with San Jose. Which is a very big. School. Which is very big. You're right. <laughs> and uh, do they choose the schools, or you you try first talking with the district, and then they will tell you, well, we we think these are the best schools, and and then the school will choose the children. How how does it go? So we normally try that the school is close to the high tech company that we work with. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's not the case, we still. I mean, it is is is. Um, it's not the only um, criteria for choosing, um, but the other big criteria is low-income participants. So uh, we try to make clear to the school district that we are really uh, looking pri- or give a priority to um, girls who have low income. And so then they will say, well, you know, if this is what you want, then I would recommend that you start with these schools. And then you go in the list down. And so that's what we do. And the teachers um, from the schools that um, participate, they really help us to choose or help us select the girls that will benefit the most from our program. Mm-hmm. And why girls third to six in particular? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it is very early in the life of uh, girls and uh, students in general, that we decide after our experiences with our tests uh, or experiences with learning, whether math, uh, whether we're, we like math or or we don't like so much math. Mm -hmm. And the earlier that you um, show a girl um, that she uh, the, the STEM is for them, uh, that math is for her, and that it doesn't have to do anything about a gift that she got when she was born or anything like that. The earlier that she understands that she's in control of how much uh, she wants to learn, that it would take time and effort and being perse- uh, I mean persevering, um, the better because then they will not accumulate experiences or years of experiences that to them will prove them um, wrongly mm-hmm. that they are that that subject is not for them or that they don't like that subject. So the earlier the better. That's why. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and then but I suppose that you know by third grade they already have some basic knowledge. With- math is and it's not just the fun part of playing with three little monkeys together with the two more is five is actually doing math and multiplication but it's still not much that they already into algebra and it's already blowing their mind yes uh, actually girls um is it, it, amazing because some of the um some of the high tech companies that we work with mm-hmm. are very surprised that sometimes it take less time for a girl to understand what the product does than what it would take to a new employee. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it joke, I mean, it, it sounds like, like a joke, but uh, one of the human resources person from one of the companies, I'm not going to say exactly the name, but she approached me and says, 
you know what? I like so much the activity that you you do with the girls because it makes it so um, easy to understand the the work that we do, the product that we offer, and it is so complicated for me to, when we recruit new employees to explain to them what is it that we do. <laughs> it takes them a while, so it was uh, it was a, a very um, positive thing mm-hmm. to see that girls once you take the time to design something that that relates to them um, that it, you know uh, it, it, the girls can understand anything I mean it's, it's, there's no limit to what they could understand once you put the time to really invest on making the activity as simple as as it, it could be but as, also as fun and interesting as it could be so what are your future plans well where you dream not just well big star how many people are you going to have next year how many uh, workshops are you planning to have next year but also what will be your your ideal place in five years how how many goals do you think you you want to have a year how many uh, families you could have positively affected somehow which other city would you like to go so during our first three years of work, uh, we've been serving about a hundred girls per year and um the resources have been limited, but I think that um, once we are able to grow in resources, we'll be able to double this amount um, very easily. Um, we hope to be able to um, export this model, um, to, you know, to schools. Um, and that is part of the work that we're trying to do with the professors, the teachers, sorry, Um so um, it is in our plans to um, to grow, and um, we're trying to have more partners. And one of the partners that we see in our future is the school, mm-hmm. a, a new partner, it, but not in the traditional sense that we have, have have it as the school helping us to work with the girls, but also the school helping us work with the teachers that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah, of course, because if they they will change or add something to the way they teach, that will be all something positive for for the girls. I think for professors, for, uh, for teachers to under to 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 get to meet the high tech uh, employees that the girls work with, mm-hmm. and hear the you know what is it that they study, what is it that they uh, are doing in their work, mm-hmm. is is um, by itself one great example of something that the teachers can convey to their. Uh, classrooms, you know, talk about, I met this lady who works in high tech, she does this, she studied that. Even that um, simple example can make a big difference because uh, it is something that... um, that we don't talk much when we're at school. We don't talk about the careers that are out there and who does them and what exactly, or like specific examples of yes. who is doing it in this case. So. Yeah, and how, how are you going to apply the homework that I'm giving you today in the future to be whatever you want to be? Yes, 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 yes. In yeah. a more obvious way how math is behind everything and it's not just going to a grocery store and and buying something and having the exact change. Yes, yes, exactly. And 
remember that today in Atenea Americana we are talking with Maria Celier from Kids Visions. If you want to learn more about our guest and about her organizations, remember that we have all our shows and links and photos at stanfordhispanicbroadcasting.org where you can find more information about all the topics we talk here in Atenea Americana. Thank you for listening and remember to leave us your comments. today where you need some reasoning, minimum reasoning experience in math to be able to code and everybody needs to know a little bit about technology because everything is technology and it's going to be even more in the future for whatever you do. You're going to use a computer or a mobile device or anything to do, even art or music or anything in this world. Yes, definitely. Um, as you mentioned, it is it's so important for our children to have more than just facts or more than just content to learn content um, it is important for them to develop a, a character and and to understand um, that they can do uh, whatever they put time and effort to do um, that science and math will not come around at the first try maybe um, but at the second one or third one and maybe changing the strategy or um, asking for help or um, uh, trying to use a, um, a new way of looking at the problem. Um, all of this thinking and um, this confidence on themselves makes the difference between a girl who performs high academically at school and one who doesn't. If a girl believes that um, she was not gifted with uh, math, uh, you know, um, then she will probably not perform very well. It, yeah, not even keep trying. Exactly. Whereas another one understand that this is not about a gift. This is about hard work yeah. and persevering. <laughs> then she would probably do much better. And research has shown that that's actually the case. Yes. And uh, well, as I tend to tell the kids, like you don't get born with all centuries of knowledge, human knowledge, just bestow upon you when you get when you're born you don't even know how to talk or how to walk and if that were, were the case nobody will have to go to school and everybody will be super smart when they are two or three years old they might be smart but they don't have the knowledge of doing all this and these things are challenging not everybody uh, have A's and that's a reason because a lot of people have to work more in one thing or not another and uh, life is work and it's, it's, it's a challenge I mean nobody just arrived to this earth knowing everything about biology and history and art and uh, uh, physics equations and algebra and all that those are knowledge that people need to be acquiring over time and uh, I know it's, it's frustrating for kids, but they need to know that that's the way it is. You need to you need to work on things to catch up with, and it's a process. It is, and that's what the mentors that we work with do with the girls. They actually, because they do a, a STEM 
related job and so they are in a better position to tell the girls you know what when I was a student I didn't know um, how to do that and that was hard for me I persevere I did a lot of hard work I got help from mentors and that's how I got through my career and then I landed in this job and I started doing these products to help people improve their lives so all of that is so important for the girl to hear from a role model mm-hmm. because they're hearing the other part of the, the other side of the story whereas mm-hmm. yes that is great she has a great job but what it took for her to get there yes Yes, and uh, as I was mentioning to you before, uh, one of our previous guests, iBiology, is part of San Francisco State University. They they do this program where they give um, these videos of these high luminaries in science, in biology in this case, and they don't just tell you, hey, Eureka, I got this formula, I'm a genius. No, they tell you, well, I've been studying for 35 years. I I was trying this experiment for all this year. We tried hard. It looked like it was impossible, but we kept trying. And then I decided, well, what if we change this? And that's until it worked out. And now we have this idea. And now I won these prizes. And now my research is helping all these people. But first, I've been working with this, and it wasn't working. And, and, and I tried and tried and tried, and just got negative answers until I got the final one. But it... it, it just didn't come the first day I step a step foot in a lab and I say, hey, look at this. Um, I found this cure of this disease. No, it wasn't like that. That's very powerful for uh, for anybody to hear, particularly for children. Yes, exactly. And you know that this one is, is just for for college graduates because, you know, it's, it's another level of language. I'm just simplifying whatever they're saying. But it's, uh, it will be very good to have that for kids, you know, having these people saying, you know, no, it's not. I got here and yeah, I'm, I'm super cool because now I have all these great things to tell you about. But it wasn't always like that. Exactly. Exactly. That is a great gift. Well, thank you for coming here and thank you for bringing us uh, your program which is so interesting and important. And we really hope you can expand and bring these good things to many more people in many other areas. Yes, and uh, if you or anybody, um, uh, if you receive people who are interested on our program or somebody out there hearing us is interested in contacting us, they can go to our website, uh, which is www.kids-vision.org. And they can also contact me by emailing me at maria at kids-vision.org. Or they can call me. Me at uh, 408-422-2847. Thank you. Perfect. We'll do and we'll put all your information in our website so they can also find it. Thank you so much. Sure. And this was Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Stanford 90.1 FM Radio Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. This is Radio Atenea Americana, bilingual house of culture, on the air and online. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Juves. Isabel Juves. Vuelve pronto. Atenea Americana. From Stanford to the world. Remember to come back soon. Ciao. See you later.